It really is. Once you know people's horoscope, you could literally tell them, or at least, I mean, more specifically, their whole birth chart would tell you everything you need to know. But but at the same um, time, even just knowing someone's sign. But at the same time, there's some people that they don't stick directly to how their birth chart is. You know what I mean? Some traits stick right. out and you're like, okay, that doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah, those are, but those feel rare, I feel like. Yeah. When you can't figure someone out, it's like, okay. Oh, Megan jumped on this. Mm-hmm. So did, did y'all explain her birth chart and stuff in her time that she was yes, born and all that? Yes, but it was also, I was slightly under the influence and it was a little, I was like about to fall asleep too. So I didn't go into like depth, but um, I forgot to tell her that rising sign could be ascending as well, like called that. So I think that she didn't mm. know that. And so, or if she I don't know, but she didn't, she only found her right, right. Um, sun and moon. But I mean, your sun sign is lot. just your regular zodiac sign. Okay. So how do I do this though? It says, um, okay, I just have so to pick what my, an Aquarius. Aquarius. So what's your rising sign? Uniquely. No, no, no. Oh, what's oh, your, my yeah, rising, what's your sign rising sign? Is, okay. Yes. It is, I think, Sagittarius. Hold on. Let me open my little CoStar <laughs> app that I have been getting accustomed to using. Um, yes. So my rising sign. Oh, my God. Here we go. You guys are going to either really like me or really hate me or you know someone like me, which is so strange because someone at the self-check at Target um, had to, like, know my birthday for me to buy, like, air duster for the computer the keyboard. And he, I, he asked my birthday, and he was like, wow, my bre- this is my brother's birthday, just different year. And I was like, oh, a fellow Aquarian. What the fuck? That would ha- that's it so weird. Strange. That would so happen I work to with you. someone who knows an Aquarius. I have never met more Aquarians than I have in the last two years. It's bizarre. Anyways, okay, so my rising is, oh, Ascendant in, a, in Pisces. Oh, Look hello. at that. Oh, so yes, it makes sense, and uh, yeah. So, so it's gonna be my sign for spiritually, and then your sun sign is Aquarius. Okay. So spiritually, learning about, and what's your moon sign? My moon sign, a Sagittarius. So spiritually, learning about astrology. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is so weird. That is so weird. I'm barely Maddie, learning that all is this, so it does so make sense. Weird. That is so weird. But what is it from? Is that little chart actually? No, real? I think someone just made it up. Is it I a think joke? they I think they oh, someone made I mean clearly someone made this, but I think they knew what they were talking about because this shit fits perfectly. That's cool. That's hilarious. So and my moon is my moon is in Sagittarius and my sun is in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And uh rising pisces mercury in aquarius venus in sagittarius yeah guys if you are interested in learning about yourselves um or you know making sure or like i don't know how to say it what it's not validating what you think you know about yourself or whatever but you know mm-hmm. what i mean use costar the costar app is really cool and then tell them yours what is the one you use oh um hold on <laughs> i lost it uh time <laughs> passages time passages so even if it you don't believe in any of this stuff sometimes it's it's just a lot of fun to like look at it it's like playing mash for adults you should post this on (laughs) the instagram so people can play i absolutely will okay so 
let me see. So spiritually learning about astrology. Astrology. <laughs> that is hilarious. Mine was what was yours? Joyce crying about conspiracy. <laughs> Joyce crying about a conspiracy. <laughs> that's it too. Yes. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's us, guys. Makes a lot of yes. sense. Okay. I forgot we started the episode already. <laughs> yeah, we kind of jumped into it in the middle of our conversation mm-hmm. about horoscopes because we didn't want to miss anything. And we also want you guys to play along. So I will be posting this funny little chart um, with an explanation on how to use it. And if you guys comment, uh, it's going to be fun to like see what all of our things are. Dude, I made sweet tea for the first time ever, like correctly, like it tastes amazing. Oh, like when the re- like a restaurant yes, sweet like, tea. I mean, like it Chick Fil A. I know sweet what you mean tea. by correctly. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're gonna have to give me the recipe. I suck at making tea. It's it's, either, it's either too strong or too yes, freaking too watery. Not yes. strong enough. That's exactly what my problem <clears> is. I don't know why. I feel like I I watched my grandma do it like a billion times, so I have no idea why <gasps> it was such a struggle. That is. I was about to say my grandma too. My dad's mom would make uh she would make bags of lemonade with water and put them in the freezer and then use that to make the lemonade or to make the Shut sweet your tea. Mouth. It was amazing. There was never the, the better Arnold Palmer that I've that's the best Arnold Palmer that I've ever had. So good. Yeah, but um Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm not even supposed to be fucking having I'm scared already. Jesus. <laughs> oh no! But I couldn't help myself. I won't tell anyone. Um, I also didn't think it was gonna come out this good, so I fucked up. <laughs> the one time that I'm like, eh, it's gonna come out <laughs> watery, anyways. It didn't. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> okay, so today. My topic is doppelgangers. If we've talked about this before, I couldn't remember, so I'm sorry. I feel like we did just for like a second, but I and I, f- I don't know. Listeners, yes. let us know. Or just don't and just listen and smile. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> so according to wikipedia a doppelganger which is a german word for double walker or double goer is a biologically unrelated lookalike or a double of a living person in fiction and mythology a doppelganger is often portrayed as a ghostly or a paranormal phenomenon and usually seen as a harbinger of bad luck i said it right this time that's the first <laughs> yes, that's the first time we've ever said that word correctly. Nice job. Uh other traditions and stories equate a doppelganger with an evil twin. The most widely known myth about doppelgangers is that they are an omen of death, according to both English and German folklore. Seeing your doppelganger often means that death will soon follow, even more so if you see them more than once. Oh, God. Abraham Lincoln actually once confessed to friends privately that he had an inexplicable encounter on the night of his first election. The then candidate took a moment to rest on his couch one evening, and he happened to turn in the direction of a mirror, and Lincoln said he saw, nearly at full length, 
but my face had two separate and distinct images. Next to him was his doppelganger, pale and ghostly, looking at him from the mirror. He sprung up from the couch and the other had disappeared. He sat back down only to see it again. Although Abe was alarmed, his wife Mary was even more so. She interpreted the event to mean that the doppelganger was was his dead self and that he would die in his second term. And the rest is history. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. There's another this one he dreamt it, but um he dreamt that but this didn't have to I don't I mean, it was just a dream. He didn't actually see it. So but still he dreamt that there was he walked into a room and there was people standing around a casket and he asked who had died and they said the president and I think it was him laying I think he saw himself laying in it. Oh hell no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But then how do, does that mean how do they like what does it mean whenever what am I trying to say what did they see him as when in the dream you know what I mean I guess it doesn't Oh matter, yeah but. I see what you're saying if it I mean but it's a dream yeah They weren't like oh, exactly they just don't even see Nobody him else even Does that mean people do people recognize you Don't dude <gasps> I'm don't scared do of dreams. that do not do that do- <laughs> do, did, Was it you, you've been sending me those dream ones where people confront Oh like Weird, like strangers yes. that they've seen more than once. They confront them. Like, do you know we're in a dream? Like, don't. I don't I'm kind of scared to ask. Dude, yes, um, that one. At least when I remember, lately in the morning, I don't remember them though. Same. I've been like feeling weird about my dreams lately. Like, I don't. I feel weird in the morning, but I almost immediately forget what the heck I had. Like, it felt real and in depth and like very. What's the word? It starts with the V. Mm-hmm. Like the dream is very not visual, but like. There's a word but anyways, it feels very real. And then I wake up and I'm like, what was the dream about though? Felt meaningful. I see what you're saying. Oh, That's wow. happened to me several times lately too. Usually vivid. Vivid. Yes. That's what happens to me. My, My dreams dream. are very vivid too. Remember I used to fucking have crazy ass dreams. Document them. We need to document them. I just seriously need to start doing that. It takes too much I don't time. Know. But yeah. True. And then I get like um sidetracked by what the fuck I'm writing and it's my ADHD doesn't let me do it <laughs> so I just tell I call somebody and I'm like did I just have this crazy ass dream <laughs> and there it is yeah that is like which is smart and every it's usually my mom and she's like that's what you call me for yeah but my mom calls <laughs> to tell me her crazy ass dreams too right oh my god I Damn it. Now I want to call her before I forget. Let me text her. <laughs> she usually whenever bad shit. I don't, I don't know. Whenever me and my brother were younger, we were always getting into trouble. And so my mom would always dream that we were that all three of us were in a boat and that we would fall and the water around us was black and that we kept falling into the water. Like she would pick one of us back into the boat and then the other would fall. And it was just like repetitive Shit that she kept trying to get us into the boat and keep us safe, but we kept falling in. So what the fuck. And every time she would dream that dream, something fucked up would happen to one of us. Like, cause well, I mean, we were doing it to ourselves, but still. And my mom mm. dreamt that not that long ago. And then my brother, that shit happened with my brother. Oh my <gasps> God. You're right. Um, and she's gonna flip her shit. <laughs> Holy moly. So she's had that specific dream twice now. I think she's had it more than that. More than At once. least. But yeah, she every time she dreams it, some shit happens. 
Oh, Lord. Mother's intuition and dreams are so accurate, Dude, I swear. Yes. It's strange. And my mom's also a Pisces, so she's like super – her intuition is like scary on point. Oh. Hmm. Okay, so here we go. Back to our doppelgangers. Excellent. So Catherine the Great also saw her doppelganger. It is said that one night Catherine was laying in her bed when worried servants told her they'd seen her enter the throne room. When Catherine set out Mm. to investigate, she found her doppelganger sitting calmly on the throne. And Catherine immediately ordered her sentries to shoot at her ghostly counterpart. Which, why the fuck? I don't know. Uh, So the stories don't tell whether the bullet had any effect on the spectral empress. However, Catherine herself died soon after. Which is weird. Yeah. But I wouldn't, as the century, I'd be like, wait a minute. uh, Which one is the real one? Oh, right. And how did she die? Like, um, actually die? How did she die, though? I'm like... My brain is trying to file through all the things that I heard on um, Noble Blood, (laughs) that podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm about to find out. I think she got some sort of flu. Okay. Uh, I was like, what if whenever they shot that, she she died died. in real life by getting shot? It was a time traveler's wife moment. Her picture. Stop it. <laughs> I only watched that movie once because it fucking made me cry so bad. I torture myself. <laughs> Her Catherine's picture on Wikipedia is interesting. Let's <laughs> go see it. She looks funny. Catherine O'Hara. No, I'm just oh, kidding. I was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. She had a stroke. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> scary. She, it like tells the morning, it tells the morning that she died. She woke up early. She had her coffee and she settled down to work. And um, she had told her fucking maid that, um, or her, the lady's maid that um, she had slept better than she had in a long time that night before. And so they left her and then a couple hours later they came back and she was found on the floor with her face purplish her pulse weak her breathing shallow and labored and the doctor diagnosed a stroke and then she fell into a coma and she died the next afternoon or the next night dang Mm. wow rest Mm. in peace Catherine Oh my god, there's like rumors, like fucked up rumors about her, how she died. Mm-hmm. The popular insult to the Empress's legacy at the time is that she died after having sex with her horse. You, what? The story claims that her maids Damn. believed that Catherine spent too much time, too much unsupervised time with her favorite horse, Deadly. <gasps> That is a scandal. That's funny. Could you imagine? Oh, no. That is something. <laughs> she is rolling around in her grave Dude, with that. for real. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all, just because it can stretch doesn't mean it's healthy for you, okay? <laughs> Stop it. I'm, isn't, didn't someone die from doing that <laughs> shit? I mean. Yeah, several people. I'm I'm really thinking of a specific episode of t- A Thousand Ways to Die when that lady used a carrot and like punctured her inside. Oh, I feel like you've with told it on accident. Story 
Oh, the one death from that crap from that show that like scarred me for life was the girl that got the flesh eating the flesh eating oh. bacteria because mm. she shaved with a rusty razor and then she cut herself with it on accident and so oh. she gave herself that Disgusting. and she died that way. That's giving me cabin fever vibes. Ooh, stop it. That one was bad too. Ooh. <laughs> okay, anyways. Okay, Catherine. Yes. I'm sorry, but so yeah, that's one of the fucking that's the most popular rumor slash insult to her. Imagine being the one that spread that rumor. Dude. Well, I heard <laughs> Rumor has it that she spent a little too much time unsupervised with her favorite horse. Oh, I was hoping mm-hmm. you were gonna say his name. What's his name? Dudley. Ew. <laughs> Go on, Dudley. Ew, stop it. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, move on quickly. I'm scared. So doppelgangers are generally just seen as a bad omen, even if they don't specifically mean death. Many have always believed that the doppelganger is basically an evil twin. And they mm. supposedly attempt to purposely give you bad advice in a malicious way. They might also try to plant sinister ideas in their victims' heads or minds. That reminds me mm. of um, that movie Us. Yes. Dude, Ooh. I didn't. Ooh. I went to go see it with Chills. my brother and my sister-in-law. And mm-hmm. it was dark whenever we got out of there. And I didn't. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that was a really interesting movie. And then we got outside and there was nobody because it, it was late whenever we got out. And we were like the only ones there. <laughs> So we're walking through this empty ass parking lot and it's dark. And I, I literally, I was like waiting for like a group mm. of us to come walking out, like a, the double of us to come Ooh, walking out. To replace you. Ooh. It was scary. I didn't realize how much it like affected me until we were out in the darkness. <laughs> and then me and my brother ran from the truck to the inside. My sister-in-law <laughs> like was just walking behind us like, y'all are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you were all scared, you two chickens yeah. over there. Yeah. He'd be pushing you in front of him, I think probably. That's literally, what was happening? <laughs> <laughs> go, go. That's literally. <laughs> my brother's a bigger chicken than I am, though. So. <laughs> yep. Well, I love scaring my brother. It's so much fun. Um, we watched. What the fuck is that movie? Um, Dark Skies, and I fucking scared the shit out of him. He was like, "Is it real? Is it real?" <laughs> I think it yeah, is. it's a documentary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think, I, I think it might be real. I think there was something that I read, Holy. and he just looked at me like, "No, it's not real." Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, doppelgangers, dude. Mm-mm. What's another one? Oh, enemy. Enemy. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I don't. I don't think I watched it. Oui. Okay. Well, I won't oh, say anything about no, it. No, don't do that. Okay, so it's not any better if someone else spots your doppelganger either. Linda Derry, site director at the old Cahaba ghost town in Alabama, and a curator of folklore originating from that region, told Atlas Obscura, if someone else saw your doppelganger, it could mean that you may be very ill. And I couldn't find any, like, stories I also mm. didn't look too deep because I was like scaring myself. But scared. I haven't. I didn't find any stories that like led to 
oh wait maybe i did it was a long story but it was like it, the guy ended up surviving but he was sick and really? people he was sick in bed and people were seeing him like out on the street I don't, I don't know it was weird but i think it was in england at some point at some time i don't i think i feel like it was recently but i could be wrong so other ancient myths say that a doppelganger is essentially a ghostly double of you who lived before you do, which doesn't make any sense, but wait a minute. It comes from North mythology, and the doppelganger there is called a verdogger. Hmm. But verdoggers are not known to hurt anyone. According to ancientpages.com, the... The stories of Verdager describe incidents that are basically deja vu in reverse, where spirit with the subject's footsteps, voice, scent, or appearance, and overall demeanor uh, precedes them in a location or activity, resulting in witnesses believing that they've seen or heard the actual person before the person physically arrives. (laughs) So someone on Reddit said that some of these Verdager stories can be associated with highway hypnosis or a similar phenomena which is pretty much you get lost in a daydream and your verdogger will show up ahead of schedule and perform the actions that you yourself would have done and that's what i like to call autopilot like you're driving and then you get to the place and you're like i don't even remember driving how'd i get here oh my god yeah they say that your verdogger did that while you were just daydreaming damn so I did find a story that that kind of happened. It was a little. It was the most similar that I could get to it. But Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. I um. I'm hoping that's what it is. He was a famous German writer, poet, and politician. A celebrated author who played a large part in shaping the field of literature. His words were widely read and respected. One day, a depressed Goethe was riding on a footpath after leaving a girl named Frederica, suddenly he faced a mysterious person riding towards him. The person who Goethe said he saw with a mind's eye instead of his actual eyes uh, was clearly Goethe himself, although he was wearing different clothes. So he saw himself basically, but like on the opposite direction of the path. And um, so the figure soon disappeared and Goethe who found its appearance strangely soothing, soon forgot all about it. Eight years later, he found himself riding down the same footpath in the opposite direction to see Frederica again. That's when he realized that he was wearing the exact same clothes his doppelganger wore years ago. Oh my God. And this was not the only doppelganger uh, Goethe saw. Another time he saw his friend Frederick Oh, jeez, all these names are... <laughs> so his friend Frederick walking on the street wearing Goethe's own dressing gown. Puzzled, Goethe went home only to find Frederick there wearing the same gown Goethe had seen on the apparition. His friend had been surprised by the rain and borrowed the gown as his clothes dried. But he had seen him wearing them in town. Walking on the street. Creepy. That is creepy, right? Do people ever try to talk to them, you think? Uh, There there are some people that have tried, and that'll be in the stories. Other myths, uh, according to ancient Egyptian myths, the doppelganger is basically the same as a cop. I 
really hope that that's how you pronounce it, but I didn't have time to look up how to pronounce it. So my bad. Mm. But a ka is thought of as someone's double form or astral self and corresponds to what most people in present day consider a soul. The ka was created mm. at the moment of one's birth for the individual and so reflected one's personality. But the essence had always existed and was passed across the successive generations carrying the spiritual face of the first creation. So the Ka was not only one's personality, but also a guide and protector. And when someone dies, their spiritual double lives on as long as they have somewhere to live, usually that person's body. So this is why Egyptians mummified their dead. If they kept the body from decomposing, that meant the spiritual double had somewhere to live. But if the body decayed, the spiritual double would die and the deceased would lose their chance at eternal life. And that's also why there was food offerings left in the tombs. The Ka would absorb the power from the food. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I also mm. learned about the Ba, which is like, I think it's the one of the, the gods that has the bird for a head. I think it's the one. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> I don't think it's a god. I'm not sure if it's a god or what. But, um, or well, yeah, it's, I don't think it is. But everybody has one because it works with the Ka. Like if it, the Ka wants to like be able to go to the afterlife to like learn something or whatever, just to go visit or whatever, the Ba, it enters the Ba and it takes it to wherever it needs to go. And then it comes back mm. into that person's body. So I guess it's like a form of like if someone's like astral projecting or something, their soul goes into this other form of the ba and then it does whatever it needs to do. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it comes back to the body. But there's that. So then there was the Native American myths that said that a doppelganger is basically – your evil double from the underworld. Native American myths say that there is an underworld or there's an upper world and an underworld. The good people live in the upper world and the evil people live in the underworld, which is similar to uh, heaven and hell. The Hopi legend refers to twins called the son of the, the child of the sun and the child of the water. The Hopi also believe that whatever is happening in the underworld, the opposite is happening. Whatever is happening in the upper world, the opposite is happening in the underworld. Mm. Actually, I wonder if the upper world is here, not like a heaven that I just finished saying. I was wondering that too. I don't know. Like just be the alive world, the living. Yeah. I wonder if that, I think that might be, sounds familiar. Or, well, it sounds right. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so today it's pretty common to find old portraits and paintings of someone who looked exactly like someone living now. Like, super old portraits of a person who looks just like a celebrity or something. I found a, I think it was on Facebook, um, a post that had, like, a bunch of, it was, like, a whole thread of, like, just regular people standing next to a portrait that they found in a museum and they look exactly like the person in the portrait. Whoa. That shit is, it blows my mind. Like how the fuck do you just, you're just randomly walking through and then all of a sudden you see yourself 
in the picture. Like, right. And you're like, who the fuck is that? That's really weird. Creepy. It is. Okay, but this isn't a great sign either. <laughs> the Canelos <Really>? Indians of <laughs> South America hated portraits and photography because they believed the pictures captured the soul of the person. And this is still mm-hmm. a belief today because many cultures see portraits as a representation of the soul and they believe that the soul pictures become the double. We Ew. Oui. I'm staring at myself right now on these pictures. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So according to Supernatural Magazine, there is one more theory. A doppelganger could represent a parallel universe in which everything in this world is replicated in another dimension. Seeing the doppelganger could be a moment when we're able to witness the other dimension. Um, in fact, Columbia University physis- physicist <laughs> um, Brian Green, author of the book The Hidden Reality, Parallel Universes and the Deep Laws of the Cosmos, says, The argument of doppelgangers is pretty straightforward. Assuming that space goes on infinitely far in any infinite chunk Matter can only arrange itself in an infinite number of ways, like cards in a deck. You and I are just a configuration of particles, so sooner or later we're going to repeat. Matter can only repeat its configuration, but not repeat it identically. Your physical body may repeat, but your mental configuration can be a little bit different. So there might be an evil version of you and a version that loves skydiving. Thus, the idea of the doppelganger goes far beyond folklore and superstition, but there is no astronomical support for the existence of a parallel universe yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a story that I read. Damn it. I wish I could have. Actually, I can find it. It's a creepypasta. <laughs> I'm going to scare the shit out of myself. I'm not ready. Dude, those freaking the people that read uh scary stories on YouTube, some of those fucking stories are really scary. I'm not and it'll be like to like the backdrop of yes. the sound of rain or something. I used to listen to those at work uh, a long time ago before I started listening to podcasts, and I would be getting freaked out in I there because I don't know how the fuck you listen to that shit There's and not be ones. like traumatized. And some of them are like true, true. Some of them are like true, um, like you know, tin home invasion stories that terrified me or whatever. And I'll listen to those, and they like are really scary. Oh, n- uh, yeah, you just make it worse for yourself. <laughs> and that is exactly the ones that are supposed to be true. Oh well, now you don't. But whenever you lived by yourself, um, <laughs> with oh yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, in the house, yeah, I, I would get really scared. And the ones that are like, um. The, the ones that are really fun are the night shift stories that people read on there. And they see something weird on the camera and they go check and they're like, there's nothing there, dude. Absolutely fucking <laughs> not. Where? Hold on, I'm trying to find. Where has it gone? Ah, yes. Creepypasta. <sighs> Meme style. Mm, okay, goodbye to Del Rio. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> we know your whole life story by the time. <laughs> it's like a memoir. Fucking Looking for Dude, seriously. 
there's sometimes they're that good though i have stories and posts like that too where i'm like damn if i could just find it it was so good and then i'm gonna fucking find it and i'm gonna be this is it this is what i've (laughs) you built it up in your mind yes dude there's chingles of fucking song lyrics on here (laughs) those were the days oh my god and i'm literally like cringing cringing fun fun times trip down memory lane god i'm like who are you yes exactly (laughs) and then i'm like am i that way now the time that i went to the fucking airport in dallas to go see if i could find good charlotte that was the dumbest thing i've ever done Ah, yes. The fucking airport there is literally the size of Manhattan. And I was trying yes. to fuck. Mm-hmm. Something. You took a chance. Those were the, the, the days when you would take a chance and be like, maybe. <sighs> yeah, that was whenever I had fucking hope. My life could have a movie scene in it, at least one. <laughs> I wanted it to be like a fucking fanfic. <laughs> I hate that. I always would build up expectations for something exciting in my life like that. Mm-hmm. And yep, always get a let get let down by that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, these Fun are times. so bad. So <laughs> <laughs> uh. people make this a whole episode. They like say, "Oh, I'm gonna read all my old tweets Ew, from whenever really? I was a kid." Yeah, people do that, and it's pretty funny because it's cringy. That's funny. I just read a post that says, the awkward moment when you read your old Zanga account and want to kill the 15-year-old you for being such an annoying ass. That's how I feel about you right now, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) You're no better. you're not. (laughs) And what the hell is Zanga? I fucking found it. Um, you had to go through all I of that. Did. Zanga was another like a blog <laughs> thing. It was it was like oh, okay. Tumblr, only not. I don't know. Cute. But it was yeah, my Zanga was terrible. Um there was a lot of I don't I'm so glad that an adult did not read that because I would have been like <laughs> put in some sort of insane asylum. Oh, um shit. okay, so here's what I wrote. <laughs> And it's like two sentences long, so I hate myself even more right now. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, so what if mirrors aren't just our reflections, but actually ourselves, but living a different life? What if it only stops and looks the same when you look at it, but as soon as you look away, your own different lives continue? Like you're doing something in this world and you look at the mirror and then the other person and the other also stopped just happened to stop too and look at the same time in the mirror. Like that's really creepy. Yes. That's really creepy. But what's really sad about that is I look the same in another fucking dimension. Like Jesus Christ. (laughs) You better quit. I can't believe that was from March 29th 2011 i was 21 or what if when you look in the mirror that's not what other people even see stop it (laughs) okay 
Ah. Now I'm not going to be able to look in a fucking mirror again. Anymore. I know mirrors hold a lot of uh, negative super like superstitions. Yeah, anyway, they do. So. Apparently, um, I have a lot. I had a shit ton of mirrors in my house at one point. That I didn't even know that I did until Jeremy was like, why do you have so many mirrors? And then I scared myself and I got rid of all of them. (laughs) Damn, you are letting in some spirits into that And it was whenever we lived at that, what we thought was that haunted house uh, on Willoughby. So a lot of scary shit happened there. So I would not (laughs) doubt it. Interesting. Okay, I just realized that I'm by myself. Oh, perfect. And now you're going to be getting into the meat. Okay, here we go. So now these are interesting stories that I found on the internet that have to do with this shit. And they are scary. Okay. I can't. Okay, so one of the first one is like one of the most popular ones. Like it's the one that I've heard the most on like all these podcasts and shows and shit. So Emily Sage. Never saw her doppelganger. Everyone else did, though. Sajay worked in an exclusive girls' school. She was a very good teacher, but for some reason, she kept moving from one job to another. In 16 years, she had changed positions an impressive 19 times. In 1845, the school found out why. Her spectral twin was first seen during a class as 13 students witnessed the doppelganger standing by Sanjay's side and mirroring her movements. Oh my God. I would piss (laughs) on the floor. Next, it stood behind her as she ate pantomiming her movements. Sanjay herself was completely oblivious to the apparition, despite the fact that everyone else could see it clearly. However, she did become strangely groggy and powerless during the times that the doppelganger manifested. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, it was sucking the life out of her. My baby hairs touched my neck and I almost had a heart attack. Oh, God. Yeah, your doppelganger's behind. Stop it. That's what I pictured. Okay, so. Maybe that's what happens whenever you feel that. Stop it. So they call it a wraith, which I don't remember what that's supposed to be, but I guess that would fit this. But, uh, and the wraith was often seen doing things Sajay later said that she'd been thinking about at the moment, suggesting that she may have had some subliminal control over it. I wonder if it was like astral projection though, like, but manifesting itself like in physical form. Yeah, I was gonna ask about if, if that's if it's a manifesting type thing, like the other person you mentioned. Yeah. Whenever they, yeah, I, mean, I feel mm. like it could be. But um, soon the doppelganger ventured beyond Sanjay's immediate vicinity. At first, it appeared to a classroom full of students sitting calmly in the teacher's chair, while Sanjay herself was outside working in the garden. Oui. The few people who dared to approach the doppelganger found that they could pass through it, yet it had a texture that reminded them of thick fabric. Like, they literally, the students got up and went over and touched it. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I'd be afraid that I'm, like, cursed now, you know what I mean? Yeah, does it mess up, I was going to say, does it mess up anything else whenever that happens? So eventually it freaked the students out so much that the school had to fire her. And that is the end of her story. 
dude. And then she just went home and got replaced by it because then it could just suck the life out of her or whatever it was doing. Yeah, that's... We, I hate the position in my chair now. Oof. I mean, it wasn't any Ooh, better before. You can't see behind. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> I was going to start. I think Jeremy's back home. Oui. It's his doppelganger. We oui, stop it. Stop it. <gasps> and you're like, where's, em- where's Emma? And he's going to be like, what do you oh, mean? I can't. I can't. I can't breathe. I'm getting. I'm picking her up right now. <sighs> I can't breathe. And you're like, she's not here. You picked her up already. What oh, do you mean? Fuck that. I picked her up early. Wait. Now. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put my microphone back on the stand thingy, like on the desk. But I was just mm-hmm. going to take my computer and shit and sit on my bed, which is in the corner facing the entire room so I could see everything. But now. Nice and safe. I forgot. Actually, I could still do that. I kind of want to. It's up to you. Whatever will scare you less. But it's more fun it when you're more scared. It's not more fun. Are you insane? <laughs> Let me see if I can do it. Okay, here we go. Can you hear me? Am I okay? Oh, yeah, you sound okay, great. great. So here we go. In 2015, a woman posted that one afternoon she and her family were picking seashells on a beach when a storm began to come in. Her husband and two older girls that were with her went back to the cottage that they were staying at while she escorted the youngest daughter to catch up with her sisters. She decided to pick more seashells for another 20 minutes before the weather got worse. So she starts to head back when she suddenly felt an overwhelming feeling of dread. She glanced out at the ocean when she saw her youngest daughter was drowning in the waves. She knew her daughter was back at the cottage, though, but she still thought maybe the little girl had come back out without her seeing. So she starts wading in the water, but the waves are strong because of the storm, and she didn't want to drown herself, so she fought her urge to keep going. She backed out and ran back to the cottage, hysterical. And when she finally reached it, her youngest daughter was waiting for her at the door, dry, safe, and sound. She ends the story by saying that she thinks that the thing in the water was her daughter's doppelganger trying to lure her to her own death. Scary. That she was able to fight the urge is amazing. Right. I was about to say that too. Like I wouldn't, especially because I already like overthink things now. (laughs) Like, Mm-hmm. If a doppelganger or yeah, if a doppelganger was trying to kill me, like that would be the best way. And like, just a doppelganger is what's going to take me out, probably. <laughs> oh well, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so this next one scared the absolute shit out of me, but I'm gonna have to say it. <sighs> there she goes. I'm not used to being this close to it. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's what she said. Oh my. <laughs> is this better yes so writer victoria brandon saw her own doppelganger during a near accident on the road uh she was rounding a curve when she saw a huge truck driving on the wrong side of the road coming towards her 
In that moment, she felt a suspension of consciousness and saw a double of herself in the passenger seat. Instead of sitting up, its head was dropped forward on its chest and its hands were folded passively on its lap. At the same time as seeing this, she somehow moved out of the way of the truck and onto the shoulder of the road. And the truck passed by inches away from her car. Um, Her double disappeared and she loosened her grip on the steering wheel and slumped in her seat. That's when she realized that she was sitting in the same position as her double had been. She said that she knows that she should have been frightened about what had just happened with a truck. But what scared her the most is that the double who had felt evil to her seemed to be meekly smiling before it vanished. Uh, like it's working. She's distracted. I mean, it saved her. So I guess, I don't know. Or did it? Because she was looking at it and she she wasn't looking at the road. I think I, oh God, I'm still scared in this corner. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing will help, you know? Absolutely nothing is helping. I'm literally, like the hair on my head is standing Mm. up. Like that's (laughs) I think it's- when my mom would get that scared, she would start praying or she would start singing. Oh my god! You know, whenever <laughs> I was little, I think I used to sing to myself when I was scared too. That's so weird. Yes, unlocked a memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I get super anxious, I hum. So there's that. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes, exactly. It can help. <sighs> okay, so here's more. These are the other ones I was reading in what is that third person? Now this is first person, because uh, these Ooh. all the next ones are from Reddit. So here we go. Late at night, I usually go to the bathroom multiple times, but for the past four days, every time I go to leave, I can see myself still standing in the mirror from the corner of my eye. Ooh, oh it's no! Like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. Oh, oh my god! I... <laughs> <laughs> It terrifies me to the point where I almost run out without looking directly at the mirror. You know what's really funny? I do that same shit. I turn the light off. You don't want to see. And I distinctly, like, I just do not look at, because there's two mirrors in my bath. There's three mirrors in my bathroom. Holy fuck. I still do the same damn thing. (laughs) You're like, quickly, quickly. Yeah, I literally, I turn off the light and I, like, have to look into my room. And then I'm like, something's going to grab my arm. Like, I don't, there's there's so many irrational fears. Um, but anyways, so I never told my husband about it because I didn't want to acknowledge it out loud. We and I just did that son of a bitch. <laughs> and then you give it more power or something whenever. That's why people just avoid it. Okay. So earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat. Oh my god, I just remembered this one, and I'm gonna scream bloody murder. <gasps> okay. Earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat in the chair next to it watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backwards to the edge of the bed and stand up in front of our bedroom door from the corner of his eye. Oh, my God. No. Hell no. How did he not freaking shriek out loud? Because he thought it was really her just doing He said, He thought it was weird that I got up like that because I'm in the last month of my pregnancy and I can't really move. So I can't really move well without it hurting. So he tried talking to me. And when I didn't answer, he looked at the door to find me not there and still sleeping in bed. 
Ooh, I got really creeped out and I finally told him about what I had been seeing in the bathroom. He thought it was creepy as well, but didn't want to really talk about it anymore because he thinks it will give whatever it is power energy. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it wants or why we have both seen it. Oh my God. It. No, that's really creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It wants the child. Oh. Right, right. Oh my God. I literally cannot. <laughs> When they have the baby, it's going to be like, oh, thank you for getting up with, with him last night. And then he's going to be like, I thought you got oh up Oh, my God. Him. And then they're like, where's the baby? Oh. Ah. It's gone. Oh, no. Woo. Woo. That one really scared the shit out of me. I'm so glad that I moved to the bed because I'm scared right now. I cannot <laughs> even imagine what I would have been like on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. when I was nine, I stayed home sick from school. I distinctly remember that I wasn't actually sick, simply playing hooky to avoid bullying uh, kids or cruel, as I did that a lot around that age. I awoke from a nap, turned on the TV in our living room, and scrolled through some of the channels when my mother suddenly leaned over the bar and stared at me without saying anything. <gasps> oh, uh, oh, God. No. I had, oh my God, I literally am so scared. (laughs) I had been awake for a few minutes at this point, so I can't rightly blame sleep paralysis for all of this. Now, whatever this thing was, it was entirely identical to my actual mother. It sounds weird to describe, but it's as if the only difference was that this thing pretending to be my mom had never felt a single emotion in its life. It was unsettling. (gasps) Oh my god. I, I don't know why like that I can picture it so perfectly is what scares the shit out of me. Me too. And the way, it just looks like blank face. And the way that I pictured it leaning over that was the way the Grinch looks down at Cindy Lou in the Jim Carrey one. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, I can breathe. Okay. It beckoned me and attempted to talk. And I attempted to talk to her as I would my mother. She kept beckoning, refusing to answer, and that's when I sensed something horribly wrong. Naturally, I started screaming at this thing to answer me, and it just kept beckoning. Oh, my God. Have mercy. I bolted, running out the room and into the yard, yelling for help. My mother, the real one, had been working in the yard and came rushing over. I told her what I'd seen, and she soothed me with easy explanation that it must have been a fever dream. But thankfully stayed by my side the rest of the afternoon as I was a nervous wreck. Oh, my God. I would still be afraid to even look at her. Like Me too. Like, how can you trust what you're seeing? It's the feeling, I guess, you get whenever something's Mm. not right. Yeah. That feeling? It's not familial to you. Comes to me a lot. But, or, well. Oh, that's creepy. It's just because I'm a chicken. Everything scares me. Everything, I'm like, oh, my God, run! Dude, that would be the worst prank ever if Jeremy or someone that lived with you played this prank that like they acted really blank faced and my mom used to do that. Robotic almost. She used to scare <gasps> as a joke. No, yeah. And she used to call it um her zombie face. But she would scare the shit out of my brother. Like the ever living shit. I think she he punched her in the face or something. He slapped her or something. He was that much of a chicken. Oh my goodness. But my mom, she looked scary as fuck. She wouldn't wear makeup whenever she mm-hmm. would do this face. So it was even scarier. And because um, we were not used to it. Or I guess we just saw her with makeup more than we did without. 
So mm-hmm. my brother, it would scare my brother even more. And she would literally like, okay, what Michael Jackson looked like in Thriller mm-hmm. as a zombie, that's literally what my mom's eyes would do. <laughs> oh, creepy. Yeah. And then she would start like <laughs> so yelling like a zombie and it was the end. My brother would literally haul mm-hmm. ass and she would just, <laughs> they would be like wrestling or like playing. And then all of a sudden she'd stop and do that. And yeah, she only did it to him because it would scared the shit out of him. It didn't scare me, but sometimes when I would be like watching from afar, I would be like, "Is she? Is she really? Like I would, yeah, I would yeah." For a second, but then I'd start laughing. Yeah, I would start crying. <laughs> my brother would get scared too, and he gets mad when he gets scared. Yes, my brother too. <laughs> my brother is all like. He mm. only gives a fuck about himself in that very moment. Like, fuck everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. The face I would make to scare my brother looks like the Jeff the Killer smile. No. Oh. And I, like, raise my eyebrows really high and open my eyes no. really wide, and he would get Stop so it. scared. And I wouldn't be wearing makeup either, so it's even scary. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. Oh, that was the end of that one. That one was scary. Ugh, yeah, for real. Okay. What, it's like mom? Ooh. Mom? Mm-mm. Ooh. I remember one Sunday morning, my brother and I were watching Card Captor Sakura on TV. What is that? I don't know. And someone knocked on the door. We lived in an apartment that was empty. The owner hadn't rented the second floor. It was a two-bedroom apartment with a kitchen and a bathroom by the door. A small apartment, but with a big window that faces out to the door. So So when I heard someone knock, I checked the window and saw my father. So I thought. I was going to the door to open it. When I was unlocking the door, my mother pulled me away and screams at me to not open the door because... I didn't know who it was. I told her that I saw my dad and she freaked out going to the window and checking and then checking the people. And she starts to get terrified and she's saying to go to the farthest room in the apartment to not come out. She went and woke up my dad. (gasps) And My dad got up angry and confused and we told him what we saw. And the man was still knocking at the door and my dad Uh -uh. screamed, who is it? And no answer. He said that, My dad said that he would call the cops, but there was still no response. While my dad was busy screaming at him, we saw that he was just standing still in front of the door. So my mom took us to the furthest room from the door while my dad got ready to open the door with a metal bat. Mm. Once he did, the man was gone. My dad goes out looking everywhere around the apartment. The apartment door was a heavy metal door and always was heard when someone comes in and out. But we heard nothing that morning and nothing when my dad opened the door. We heard no footsteps either, but my brother, my mom, and I saw that man that looked exactly like my father. Oh my god! It's always like, but what did what did it want? Is the question like, if it got inside, what the fuck would have happened? I don't. That's what's the scariest fucking thing. Oh god! Okay. I remember one time I was talking to my dad in a hallway of my house. I don't really remember what it was about, but we both saw my mom clearly walk past us and into her room, shutting the door. I walked back out into the living room and my mom was still asleep on the couch. 
I looked back at my dad and he looked at me and we were both terrified. We both crept over to the bedroom and looked at the closed door. Neither of us went inside because we were so freaked out. I'm pretty sure my dad slept on the floor that night. (laughs) Jesus. I know I would never want to go in that room again. Cause like what happens? Like, does it ever come back out? Like, does it just disappear once it knows you figured it out? Like, Oh Oh my God. Um, can it change form? Like what's the stop it? Ooh. When I was about 16 or 17, I was really heavy into doing the Ouija board. Doing the Ouija board. That yeah. fucking noise scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, other stuff happened, but the dopp- doppelgangers were definitely the worst. <sighs> I regret having so many of these stories in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first one was my mom. I heard her come in and my best friend was with me. My friend and I walked down to greet her, and she looked like a younger version of my mom and was carrying groceries. So I tried calling out to her, but she didn't respond and walked into my brother's room. Then I got a sick feeling. I called out to her, but she didn't respond still, so I followed her up. She was not there. When I walked back down, my real mom had come in and didn't know what was going on. She was also wearing a different outfit. Uh, And that was the end of that one. The next one was my brother. My mom was talking to him on the phone, and he said he was on his way home. As soon as he hung up, my brother walked in the door. He talked to us for a little. My mom wanted him to take out the garbage or something and then walk to the bathroom. He'd been in the bathroom for like 15 minutes and then I got that sick feeling again. I asked if he had fallen in or something and then my real brother walked in and was freaked out. My mom checked on him all night to make sure he was okay. Both times, both times, both um, versions of those people had darker eyes and it felt sort of like a dream, but I was definitely awake and other people witnessed it. Oh God have mercy. Oh my God. Mm -mm. Both times that my family experienced doppelgangers, the doppelgangers refused to respond when spoken to. See, here we are. Yeah. The first was my sister's doppelganger who my brother told to go downstairs for lunch. She did not answer Then my brother walked downstairs. When my brother walked downstairs, he instantly saw my actual sister wearing a different shirt. She could have passed my brother so quickly. She couldn't have passed my brother so quickly because the staircase led directly to our dining area. The second was my own doppelganger who stood at my... Nope. No. No. Who stood at my door at 12 p.m., Mute and staring at my sister who was using the computer. I'm so glad that I'm not sitting on that chair. (laughs) Jeez, I know, honestly. I wasn't actually home until 4 p.m. later that day after school. My sister didn't know that until she... My sister didn't know that until she asked me why I was just staring at her without emotion earlier that afternoon. So that thing Mm. just stood there and then walked away. And then later she finds out Uh -uh. that it wasn't her sister oh no see that's fucked up her is <clears throat> emma is super bad about doing that like she is so silent when she's walking around <laughs> the she yep. is she i literally will hear like a rapper or something i'm like what the fuck is that and then i turn around and she's standing there and I'm, she's right there and you're like heart attack. yeah but make her wear if about. she's waiting to ask something she will literally just wait and stare Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. Until you notice her. Yes. Yes. And you're like, 
Oh, God. Um, Jeremy said that she used to do that when she was little, but she had long hair then, and she would do it in the middle of the night <laughs> to ask for, like, water or something. So she would scare the mm-hmm. shit out of him, like, almost every night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's that hilarious. Is is, um, especially because Jeremy gets spooked easy when it comes to shit like that. <laughs> um my mom makes my dad or they had an agreement like when they first got married that when he comes home he has a little whistle that he does lord no because because she's where because she's like somewhere in the house doing something at all times and so she would always get scared whenever he'd get home she'd think it's like an intruder or like when the fuck did you get here type situation so uh that's why he has a whistle that he does that's cute but what happens if she hears the whistle and then she goes out there and there's she has no or she thought she's thought Absolutely. Yes, she's thought that she's heard it before. She's thought that she's heard it before and then gone to the bathroom or something, and then my dad will actually get home and whistle, and she's like, huh, I thought you were already home. No. But um, I but I, I try to think of it as like, you know how when you think your phone vibrated oh, in your yes. pocket, but it didn't? Maybe it's that she kind of thing. She just heard it in her head because she knew it was close to right. the time. Oh, that's, that's how it feels when I get home from work and still hear the drive up alert that the my devices make that's hilarious whenever people are people come to pick up their groceries yes. i would do that with the bell at spencer's right yeah we all have those too like i'd come and pee in my Damn bathroom it. and i'd hear it oh yeah because it's like a trigger from whenever we would be <laughs> one of us on duty and somebody has to go to the bathroom we wait and wait nobody's coming in but of course when somebody comes in it's you're in the bathroom mm-hmm. real quick i think that is great <sighs> yep Yeppers. We're almost. No, we're not. Um, We had problems with doppelgangers at a fast food joint that I worked at. I had two separate sightings myself. First, the manager comes to tell me I'm in the drive-thru and the register person to clean the lobby and then goes and then the manager goes to the restroom. So the register person and I come up with a plan and wait for her to come out. We see her walk out of the restroom, walk by us and walk into the lobby. We go to catch her and no one's there. We turn around and she is walking out of the bathroom. We tell her what we saw, but she didn't believe us. That's weird. Second, the manager and I are in the prep area. One of the girls who's working up front walks back and right into the walk-in cooler. After about five minutes of waiting, my manager asked me to go check on her. I open the walk-in door and there's no one in there. As I'm trying to explain this to the manager, the girl in question walks into the prep area from the front. Needless to say, the manager believed me and finally believed what had happened in the first sighting. Oh, God, this one's going to scare me, too. Okay, the first one was my husband. I turned into the hallway and saw him there walking away from me and towards the bedroom at the opposite end. I called to him, but he didn't respond. As soon as he entered the bedroom, he turned to the left. There's just a wall there, not even any windows. I followed him into the bedroom, but there was no one there. My husband had been upstairs the entire time. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> the second time was my dad. He was unloading some things from his truck and was going to bring them to the back door, which opens into the kitchen. I was in the kitchen and heard a noise at the door. Through the window in the door, I saw my dad bending over as though he was bending down to untie his shoes. I ran to the door and opened it, but there was no one there. My dad was still at his truck. So both times it's been a family member. Both times I haven't seen their faces. Neither event felt wrong in any way or sinister. The movements that the figures made were exactly movements my dad or husband would have made. Well, that. Mm. See, maybe sometimes it's like, it almost seems it could be glitches in the matrix sometimes. 
Well, that one fits mm, into the when they don't respond, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is terrifying. Um, that one fit into the Verdogger one, though. Oh, I see. Like the autopilot yes. thing. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So that one didn't scare me as much, but still. Mm-hmm. Here we go. When I was in middle school, I was at a friend's apartment, and she lived. Oh, I was at a friend's apartment. She lived in with her mom. Her mom was cool and let us party there, and she was always at work for long slash late hours. There was a group of us there, maybe six people or so. Everyone was everyone was in the living room except for this couple who were in the mom's bedroom with the door closed and the lights off. Mm-hmm. What we had all gotten pretty baked. <laughs> <laughs> I had just made myself a snack and was walking to my friend's bedroom, which was right past. Why is Lilith crying? Don't. I'm trying not to overthink this. I wonder if she's in the crate. That's why she's crying. That's probably why. Oh my God, but it's still freaking me out. Okay. Um, I had just made myself a snack and was walking to my friend's bedroom, which was right past the mom's room where the couple was. As I walked past the mom's bedroom door, out of the corner of my eye, I saw the door opening from the inside and a partial face head that looked identical to my friend's mom, who was not at home. Um, It was peeking out. I didn't think anything of it since there were so many people in the small apartment and kept walking and sat in my friend's room. You were also high, so... And later, the girl who had been screwing around in the bedroom came out and yelled at me and asked me why I'd kicked the door open. I told her that I saw someone come out of there, and she was adamant that I had walked by and kicked the door open. The more I thought about it, the weirder it was. I thought she was messing with me at first, but the person I saw didn't look like anyone that was there at the time. It looked so much like the mom. If it were her it would have meant that she had somehow snuck back into the apartment after being gone for hours, hidden in her room in the dark for over an hour while this couple was messing around in her bed. And then she would have had to discreetly left the bedroom and pass the living room full of people to get to the front door. No. No. <gasps> I'm so freaking That is out. I'm peeling my lip skin off. Here's one that is going to scare you. So it says, this is just a little story that's probably not worth telling, but a couple of friends got a kick out of it. I let my dog out at midnight one night and I left the door ajar for him to come back in. Then went about making some soup and something to drink. After a couple minutes, I heard his distinctive two long toenails trotting back in on the wooden floor. I locked up the door and returned to my meal. I then heard my dog barking from outside. (laughs) Any dog owner knows that there's no mistaking those toenails. No. So I was a little shocked that he was somehow back outside. What had come in? Hell no, a raccoon. Don't even. Oh my God, my heart is. A possum. When I read that one, I literally (laughs) was like, it's weird because sometimes I think. Like, the only time that I've ever really thought about seeing a doppelganger was with the dogs. Isn't that weird? I was about to ask if that's even possible, so that's strange that that was the next story. Yeah. If dogs can do that, because, 
That one literally made me tear up. <laughs> out of fear? Yes, out of fear. Jesus. Um, I feel like that tear's been creeping the whole fucking time I've been talking. <laughs> it just came out. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, that one was fucking scary. And I honestly think, and it's mainly sassy that I see. It's not really Lilith. Well, actually, no, that's not true. I don't know if they just what would have made fast or what, but like I'll think no, I know for sure Sassy doesn't move that fast anymore, but like I'll think mm-hmm. that she's somewhere else. Yeah, sometimes. and then she's like in another like she's farther away from me than I thought. And mm-hmm. that freaks me out. And Lilith, I'll see her pass by somewhere and then I'll be and then I'm sitting on the couch and I realize that she's been sitting on the couch on the other side of the room this whole time. I'm like, oh, that was just, I'll be like, oh, that was just Lilith walking past. And then I look over and she's sitting on the couch looking at me like, what? (laughs) That is so creepy. And I have three dogs. So if I can't juggle them, then. But you can easily just tell yourself, oh, it was one of the other dogs. And then you move on. True. Put me at ease. What would have made the ending of that story scarier is if the other dog started barking inside the house and not coming in. Oh my god, mm. I'm screaming right now. That's why did you add because <laughs> <laughs> that would have made that would have made me freaking freak out. I'd be like, okay, we're both waiting outside till oh, the freaking yeah, I would have my ass out there. Oh my god. Oh my god. Have you heard that one story that is apparently true, but it might just be a, a common urban legend or something, but this woman was home alone and her husband worked late and uh, she had a certain time that she would take the dog out. Um and she would just let him out and then he, she could hear the gravel whenever he was ready to come back to the door and he would scratch at the door. So she put him outside and um, I think she would like clip him to the, some kind of post so that he couldn't go too far because I don't think they had a fence or something or it was like whatever. So she did that and whatever. And then uh, she went to go check. She was like, it's been a while and she couldn't find the dog uh, or no. What happened was she heard the gravel and the door but for some reason something told her to look through the window before getting to the door and there was a man mimicking those sounds oh my fucking god and the dog's like leash had been unhooked from the post so she calls the the police and she calls the husband yes so the husband gets there fast and the cops get there the guy like left he'd never got let inside or anything but uh then they had to go find the dog and the dog was just walking around the neighborhood but can you believe like how fucking scary that means that guy must have been like scoping out how her night routine is or something that is fucking terrifying and what makes it even scarier is that i am currently by myself oh shit my and bad i have to let the dog out of the fuck oh and then she's over there crying oh my god okay no! So I have the yeah. last story. <laughs> um, oh, good. The fucking AC turns off and now it's dead silent. The grand finale. <sighs> Here we go. Oh, that scared me. Mm-hmm. So I had just gotten real baked once again. <laughs> my friend's apartment. I had just gotten real baked at my friend's apartment, walking home in broad daylight. Oh, so they had just left. Okay, down the sidewalk ahead of me, I see two young girls, instantly recognizable as Mormon missionaries. I thought girls couldn't be missionaries. Mm. Maybe times are changing. Okay, anyways. 
They get maybe 50 feet away from me, and one of them waves and calls me by my name. We meet, and one of the girls gives me a friendly hello, acts like she knows, and acts like she knows me. Bear in mind, I'm pretty stoned, so I'm trying to figure out if I know her from somewhere, <laughs> but she catches on that I don't recognize her and acts kind of offended, so she reminds me, oh, that we had had some big, long conversation on her friend's porch on such and such street just a few days prior. Now, at this point in my um, life, I smoked a lot of weed, but I never drank or did anything else. And going to random parties and charming pretty young blondes was completely off the menu. Okay. I was already half in love from the moment she smiled at me. I don't think I would have forgotten uh, this long. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, w- I don't think I would have forgotten this long engrossing conversation we apparently had had. Now... Her expression, I remember as I stumbled through this conversation. At first, she thought I was joking. Then she thought I was being mean. And then she kind of looked just as confused as I was. So I suggest maybe it was my brother you met. She looked at me skeptically. Why can't I say that word? Um, Not unless he's your identical twin. My brother and I look like brothers, but you'd never confuse one for the other. So we awkwardly, confusingly parted ways. I don't remember the other girl ever saying anything. Then it dawns on my dumb stone brain. She knew my name. So I turned around and they're a few hundred feet away. I yell, wait, how did you know my name? But they didn't hear me. And I foolishly couldn't muster up the courage to run up to catch Mm -hmm. up to them. Uh, And that shit bugged me for weeks. I wanted to know what we had talked about. Mm. Oh, true. That's true. <sighs> so that was the end of that. See, this is exactly why <sighs> I have been steering clear of the scary shit. Yeah. Oh, that's eerie. And but I mean, if they had a conversation, then that would be the first doppelganger from this list that actually spoke to someone who's a, like a regular yes. person. But he mm. also said he was a stoner. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Right. I don't know. know. He forgot. But how can you forget a whole, Um, like, how could you forget going to this party and meeting this Mm -hmm. person? I mean, I don't know. I, and if you didn't drink, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could easily forget that shit when you're drinking, but. Shit. Um, There was a story I heard once that was like, um, I don't think it's my husband that lays next to me at night or something like that. And I'm wondering if that's what happens whenever the doppelganger fully replaces the person. They're not the same anymore? Ooh. Right. They're just like on autopilot. And she said he wasn't as like cheerful. And there were certain like smells that were different and certain routines that were completely different out of oh, nowhere. No. Um, but the person was just very casual about how he was living. Like it was just very normal for them. And she was like, this is like a whole new person. And that was a really creepy story that I, I think heard I too. That. That reminds me of that movie Click with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on autopilot for most of his life. Or every time he would click the remote, he would be on autopilot. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, yeah. my sources were Wikipedia, Bustle.com, Ranker.com, and Curious.com. Oh, really? and ancientpages.com oh i already said that up there but yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. Woo! Wow. that one was a motherfucking doozy 
Uh-huh. And you had to read that by yourself. So, and then with me again. So you had well, to go through it. Twice. Most of the time when I was doing it, I was um, on my lunch break. And so I was at work. Oh. So there was people around. And I wasn't scared. <laughs> oh, I see. So then this was the first time you really fully. Yeah, by myself. Mm-hmm. Took it all in. Was, yeah. <laughs> and when I was reading them, I was like, oh, these are super good. And. I don't there was some of them that I didn't read all the way through. I would like get to a good part and I'd be like, okay, that's I think that's gonna be good. Cause I also wanted to be slightly surprised and that worked perfectly. <laughs> oh yeah. Dang. I'm going all the lights are on in my room, but I'm going to turn on this fan that's right next to me and turn the TV mm-hmm. on and sit in the bed for a moment and then as much noise as possible. I have to pee really bad, but I am terrified. And that's when the lights will Stop go out. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's stormy. It's been storming over here all day. I so. like that earlier, too. Uh, those stories were pretty scary. I wonder if anyone else has a doc- doppelganger story. Ooh, yeah. I want to hear those from I y'all. Hear them. Yeah, seriously, if anyone has a a doppelganger story, please send them in because they are very eerie and far and few between, I feel like, Mm -hmm. whenever Mm -hmm. we find them. Um, But yeah, that was super scary. I really want to know what the intent is behind these, just like with anything else, like shadow people, etc. But these look like you. So it's like, why? Yeah, and it's really creepy. Like, if you Mm -hmm. think about it, why is that? supposed to be like how is that supposed to be scary like it's you you're looking at you i mean i get uh-huh, that it, uh-huh. it would be creepy to see an actual physical version of you standing in front of you but you look at yourself in the mirror all the time and that doesn't well sometimes that does scare me but <laughs> they say if you're, you're on some kind of hallucinogenic uh drug or like lsd or something you should never look at yourself in the oh mirror. good i'm glad that you've told me that if you're if you're in the wrong headspace, it could really no, mess yeah. Up. So when my mental health was really fucked up, I would stare at myself in the mirror, and it would never. It was never. It was never good. And I, I heard, I've read, and I've heard like, if you stare at yourself for so long, like you start to see shit or whatever. Anyways, right? You stop recognizing. Yeah, you stop recognizing you're like yourself. Are you changing? Well, that would happen like almost instantly. Like I just would look at myself and be like, that's, I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. Damn. I was really fucked up. But I went to therapy and it got better. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, it was scary for a minute. Sometimes I, sometimes I scare myself and like, I'll be like looking in the mirror. Like if I'm doing my hair or if I'm like trying to like fucking mess with a zit or something and I'm looking too long, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's, you need to, before shit gets crazy, yeah, you need to look away. Yes. Readjust your eyes. Yeah, like I have to, I have to think about what I'm doing instead of every, because of course my brain is moving like 5,000 miles an hour. And I'm yes. About everything at once. So I'm like, okay, let's just think on this one thing and not, mm-hmm. not on your face. <laughs> Who is that girl I see? <laughs> maybe that'll make it a little less scary Uh, well guys if you see someone who looks like you you should probably you i don't know you should try to talk to them see what's up 
I've heard like five people telling me they've seen someone that looked just like me, and I'm like really scared now. Stop it. He, they're in Colorado. I need to be like, you need to talk to them. Yes, it's happened here and in Austin. I'm like, I just look like everybody, huh? Uh, Excuse me. Well, that is super creepy. Let's hope we don't meet any doppelgangers in our dreams or in real life. Um, if we believe these superstitions or theories are real behind these, who knows what they are? Creatures, humanoids, uh, robots. Maybe they're sent by the government. Who knows? Uh, we would love to hear your theories. Is it glitches in the matrix? What do, what do you think it is? Could it be all of these things? Creep us out a little and let us know by DMing us at give me the creeps, G-I-M-M-E, the creeps on Instagram or Twitter and shout us out to your family and friends. We're everywhere that podcasts are posted. It'd be great if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. So did we give you the creeps? <laughs>